Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be the boomerang date. What do you do when you leave the dorm? Say you start dating somebody, and then you go on a few dates, things are going along great, and all of a sudden they disappear, or they tell you that they were dating somebody else and they've decided to get serious with that other person. If you date long enough and you date enough, especially if you're a guy, you date enough different women, you will come across this in your dating life. It's always better to not get pissed off or butthurt about it, especially if you've only been out on a handful of dates and some woman ends up telling you that she's getting serious or exclusive with some other guy that she had been seeing. The best thing to do is to leave that door open, especially if she's really an amazing woman. And I learned this from one of my buddies who I went to high school with who always was really good with women and he's got a really great wife and this actually happened to him. Back when we were in our early 20s, I mean we were partying a lot, we were we were drinking a lot on, on the weekends. He tended to drink like really excessively to the point where he'd be sleeping in the car while myself and the rest of our friends would be in the bar having fun with our friends. So he even in his own words, he's like I really wasn't a great catch at the time. And so he was dating his his wife or at the time they were just kind of dating and they'd only been out they'd been dating for I guess it was about a month at the time I was I was dating my who would become my first wife and we used to double date a lot and hang out together and then they were dating and they were getting seemed like things were going along great and all of a sudden oh she got serious with this other guy who happened to be a doctor he was successful he was older he had money and my friend just told me what basically ended up happening which was at first he was kind of pissed off about it and then he he's like, hey, you know, give me a call if it doesn't work out. And about, I think it was about two months went by. Things didn't work out with the older guy. He was more successful. He was a doctor. He had money, the whole nine yards. And so she got back in touch with him. And he was like, hey, what's up? How you doing? She's like, hey, let's, let's get together. Let's go out. She actually came right out and mentioned getting together with him. And they – been together ever since and they've been you know they've been together over 20 years now at this point they got three beautiful kids and they're very happy and she was a high quality woman it's not like she was doing anything underhanded he was dating other girls she was dating other guys when they first met as a matter of fact the first night when i was actually out with him when we (laughs) when he ran into his wife and he'd had a few drinks in him and he starts telling her the story about this older woman that he was fucking just explaining it very graphically because he just had a I don't give a shit attitude and it was a pretty funny story that he was telling but that was basically his pickup approach was telling her about another girl that he was actually or woman that he was sleeping with because at the time we were in our early 20s and this woman was like 45 that he was hooking up with and it was just some funny things that were going on when the, you know that when he was dating her and but at the end of the day, because he could pull, he could get away with it. He had that swagger. He was very popular in high school. He was popular with the ladies. He made everybody laugh. He had a great sense of humor. That's one. She ended up going out with him, and he could get away with those things. And I learned a lot from him over the years because there were times in his relationship where he didn't let her beauty affect him, even though she was one of the best-looking women in our class when we went to high school. It really wasn't that big a deal because when we were in high school, he dated a lot of the, the most attractive women in class. And so one of the things I did learn from him is that he would stand up for himself. He put, wouldn't put up with bullshit. He would never grovel to anybody. As a matter of fact, even after they'd been engaged at one point, 
they got into one of the few arguments they had gotten into and he's like well give me my ring back then and I remember when he was telling me this story I was thinking so what happened well she got upset she started crying they ended up working it out but she knew that if she pushed him too far he'd walk away and find somebody else because he was not going to be disrespected and that's why she loved him and respected him is because he set healthy boundaries and wouldn't put up with shit now at the time even though I was I was dating somebody who became uh, ultimately became my wife I cared about her I loved her a lot but I didn't feel the same way about her that my buddy did about his future wife and just like this guy that wrote this email is like what I experienced and a lot of what caused me to make choices that led me to get, getting married to somebody I really shouldn't have gotten married to but I did it because I didn't know any better was it's like every time I did date somebody they just knocked my socks off I get two three dates and then boom they're gone and so I was always walking around with this the, all the girls that I like don't like me and the ones that I'm not that into they won't leave me alone and that was my experience and it's pretty fucking frustrating to go through life and always be thinking you're behind the eight ball you can't really get the quality of person that you want to date to stick around in your life long enough to get to know what you're really like and so you can actually get to know what they're like and have a great experience and so that's why I really enjoy what I do especially like when I, I come across somebody who's really young maybe somebody who's just starting college and they can learn these things and they can miss all of that heartache and all that difficulty and all that struggle that I put up with for so many years of my life because it really wasn't until I was around 30, 31, 32 that I really started getting things. Things really started to click for me and I had so many painful memories back in my 20s of just things that just didn't fucking work out. And so this guy reminds me a lot of myself. He's in that, That's kind of always been his experience and then after the latest girl, the perfect woman, the one if you will, slips through his fingers, he's like I – you know, he starts praying. He's like I – you know, God give me an answer. He goes and he starts searching the internet. Of course, he comes across my work, starts applying it. This woman had slipped away and ended up choosing another guy over him. But now, several months later, after he hadn't heard anything from her, she's kind of back in the picture. But the problem is he kind of acted like too much of an indifferent, uninterested cold fish when she got back. So this is this is something that's really important because I know the majority of the people who find out about my work, they're trying to get somebody back. And so this is just kind of one of the facets, one of the things that you may see when someone's trying to come back into your life that you're hoping that they come back. You hope you get another shot at it, especially if you've been reading my book and watching videos and practicing with other women that you've been dating and then one of these women comes back into your life because it will happen. And if you're prepared and if you've done work and you've been practicing with other women that you've been dating, you can do the right things and you can actually get to experience what it's like to be with that person to date them for however long it lasts so when you're older you can look back on it and smile like what a great experience that was as opposed to looking back on it thinking well that's another one that got away because that's the experience that most guys have unfortunately so I have a quote that I wrote and I'm going to go through his email the quote says most of the time when a woman is romantically interested in a man, she will put herself into his orbit in order to get his attention to make it easy for him to hopefully get the hint and ask her out on a date. However, since men are supposed to be the aggressors, women usually will not come right out and ask for a date. 
A man should understand that when a woman gets in contact with him, it's not really because she was simply just thinking about him, but that she was hoping he was also thinking about her too and would want to see her again and therefore make a date. When it comes to a woman who initiates contact, a man should never hesitate, but instead make a date. Don't dither, just get right to the fucking point. So why should you get right to the point? Masculine energy is about purpose, drive, mission, succeeding, accomplishing, breaking through barriers, achieving, overcoming obstacles. Feminine energy is about bonding, connecting, opening up to receive love, dating relationship labels. Remember, why do you think women put on all the makeup? Why do you think they spend the time going to the gene? Why do you think they try in five different fucking outfits before they go out? Why do you think they spend all those hours in the hair salon, hair salon the nail salon and all those other things? Going to the store and picking out sexy looking clothes that makes their body look really good. They're all about getting a guy's attention. And for guys that don't know any better, that's about as far as most women will go is get getting a guy's attention, calling him. Like my buddy's wife, when she called him, she actually said, hey, let's go out. She suggested that. Most women are not going to do that. Usually about 99% of them will not do that. They'll just call and go, hey, what are you doing? What's up? What are you up to? How you been? I haven't talked to you in a couple months. Saw a movie the other day. Character kind of reminded me of you, so I thought I'd get in touch. Remember, if feminine energy is about bonding, connecting, opening up to receive love, women wear all the war paint, they do all these things to make themselves visually appealing to a guy to get his attention, think about it. The phone call makes total sense then. They're trying to get the attention, but most of the time, they're, they're not going to be the guy. They want to be asked out. They expect the guy to do that because if the guy really likes the girl and he knows what he's doing, he will make a date. Guys that don't will dither and spin around in circles and never get to the point. And if you hesitate, you will masturbate. So let's go through his email. Dear Coach, I'm a good looking guy, a Marine Infantry Officer, Semper Fi Marine, thank you for your service. And a pretty awesome guy in most areas of my life. Well, I mean, you are a fucking Marine after all. And at the end of the day, Marines are fucking awesome. But all of my dating life has been just like you described in your early 20s. Always meeting awesome girls that seem interested at first, but usually never making it past one to three dates. I met this girl a year ago. We'd hang out at the same church-related social events all the time. She seemed attracted at first, but I made a ton of mistakes. I only took her out twice, and even though I asked her out about seven times total. Well, just like I discussed in the book, you're only going to ask a woman out on two separate consecutive occasions, and when you get no, or I'm busy, or my skin, when they just really don't make it easy, then you don't ask anymore. And you don't ask until they bring it up even if they're contacting you. And I wrote about a story that I had with a woman that later became a girlfriend that was doing that and how I learned this, how I learned this formula. Because I did the same thing. You make too many mistakes. They start looking at you as like a friend but they're also still kind of attracted and they don't want you out of their life completely and there's other guys in the picture. So she would keep in contact 
and I try to set dates, and she'd tell me her schedule's busy, this and that. And we, in, like an idiot, I would sit there and talk for 20 or 30 minutes on the phone because I didn't know any better at the time. I was still learning because things had gone so well weeks prior to that. So I was like, what's the big deal? And so what happened was when I just stopped asking and I kept the phone conversation short, and I was like, hey, it was really great hearing from you, but I got to run. Keep in touch. And I wasn't bringing up getting together again. And she could tell that. And what was interesting is I hung up the phone and I really told a detailed version of the story in my book. But long story short was I hung up the phone and like literally about a minute or two later, my receptionist buzzes back into my office and says, Corey, it's so-and-so again. I'm thinking, <laughs> I got her now. I was like, hey, what's up? First thing out of her mouth. Hey, you got your calendar? You got your calendar in front of you? I mean she – we literally made two dates. One where I was going to take your daughter to Disney World for the day and the other one was so her and I could go to do Around the World at Disney, which is basically where you go and you have a, a beer from each of the places that serve beer at Epcot. And the goal was to try to have one beer at each place that serves beers and get around the whole lake. We call it going, going around the world. We only made it about halfway around the lake in case you're wondering. But it was a great time and she brought it up. And it's like sometimes you have to do that and it really depends on how much of a floppy cock you've been. So he says, the last time I tried to ask her out, she said she had a boyfriend and was exclusive. I was devastated when she told me this as I had projected my high interest onto her. Well, obviously she's still contacting you and you're, you're setting dates or maybe you were still contacting her at that point. But eventually you get the hint and when it's like, hey, I got a boyfriend, it's like, hey, well, I'm not interested in being your friend but if things don't work out with that guy, get in touch with me because I'd love to see you again. And then you have to walk away at that point and you never look back and you just have to assume that you're never going to hear from him. Assume that, hey, they'll live happily ever after and you'll never hear from her again. Even though there's a 97% chance the guy doesn't know what he's doing and eventually he'll fuck it up. And if you leave the door open – She'll come back and that's what happens in this particular case. So he says, I know when I first took her out, her interest was high and this was the type of person that you talk about. Like you're just meant to be together but then you screw it up. It's painful when that happens. It just fucking sucks. Especially when it happens and you can see it happening and you don't know what to do to turn it around. And as a guy, you go into logic and reason mode thinking, what can I do? What can I do to fix this? What can I do to make her like me more? And that's part of the problem. You start calling more. You start texting more. You start messaging more. You start trying to ask her out more. You start suggesting doing things more. When You, you, you start talking longer on the phone. You're just going out of your way to be extra nice and compliant and hoping that she'll say yes. And what ends up happening is you just chase her out of your life. And once she's gone, it's like, and then you see her out with another guy or you hear that she's dating some other guy. It just fucking burns you up, especially if that's always been your experience. He says, in the same conversation that she said that she had a boyfriend, I said, well, let me know if that changes. I turned around and I walked off. That was the right approach. I was like, hell, here we go again. Just like you explained in your video, what am I doing wrong? I prayed and asked God to help me see what I was doing wrong as I knew I deserved to have the type of woman that I wanted to hopefully eventually get married and not settle. And that's the way I was thinking as well. But 
the woman who be, became, my, in essence, my first really great long-term girlfriend that I ended up marrying, I just thought, man, this is the best I've had so far. I better hold on to this. And then all my female friends are going, oh, don't let her get away. It's amazing. Oh, she's so awesome. And so I talked myself into it and I let them talk me into it. Bad way to go. So he says, I know I was doing something wrong, but I just didn't know what. I started reading your book and it was an answer to that prayer. Every small, subtle thing I did became clear. I'm now dating a few different girls and I'm doing much better. And they're starting to chase me and it's becoming effortless. You and your book are awesome. Thank you for that. He says, this girl started getting really flirty and trying to get my attention after three weeks of no contact. I ignored it because she had a boyfriend. Well, you never ignore a woman. That's part of his problem. He, he goes from being too nice and too compliant and pursuing too much to acting too cold and indifferent, too much of a cold fish, if you will. So I would reach out and I would say, wow, that was quick. Did you guys already break up? You missed me already? You want to see me? And she says, no, we're still dating, but I just wanted to get in touch with you and see how you're doing. And I would say to that, well, I appreciate you getting in touch, but like I mentioned in the past, my interest in you is strictly romantic and not platonic. And since you're dating some guy and you have a boyfriend, it's really not appropriate for the two of us to be talking. But if it doesn't work out, please do get in touch with me because I definitely would like a chance to see you, but I'm not interested in anything platonic. You got to be clear in your intent, especially if you've been very ambiguous and vague and a big floppy cock like this guy was. He says, but I should have asked her out. She moved away for the summer, then came back in September. Now, another reason why women reach out a lot of times is they're just trying to keep you on the hook. Maybe they're kind of having doubts about the new new boyfriend, so they think, hey, I want to kind of keep this guy in the back burner just in case I can bounce to him if things don't work out, which was over four months of no contact. She came up and talked to me at some social event and I responded casually and warmly but then walked away. She texted me later that day to say hi and I texted her back saying hi. <laughs> later I realized I should have set a date. Yeah, Again, you got to look at it and you, she's reaching out after this time because remember, what did you tell her? Hey, get in touch if it doesn't work out. So if you tell her that and she gets in touch. A lot of guys make the mistake and I did this when I was still trying to figure this out but they, they're waiting for the woman to be the aggressor. They're waiting for the woman to do the asking out and 99% of the time it's not going to happen. That's why I teach in my book. You, the guy should assume that the reason she's reaching out is because she wants to see you and you make a date. But when you dither and you hesitate like this, now you're – think about it. From her perspective, you're acting like a guy who's either no longer interested or you're with somebody else. And that, after a while, is going to cause her to think, oh, well, he's not interested. Maybe he's got somebody. And she'll either just go away and sometimes she may ask about it. But most of the time, she just they just kind of will disappear after a few weeks of being ignored like that. And I just – I even d d detail that out and Seven Principles get an X back. He says, I can kind of see now that she may be a little frustrated as I made no effort when she reached out. It's been three weeks and she hasn't come up and talked to me, although she's orbited my bubble at church a couple of times when people are going around socializing. I just ignore it. Well, you're now you're acting like you totally have zero interest or you're dating somebody 
So eventually that's what she's going to assume because it's like you're expecting her to be the man when she comes back into the picture. But again, just like I talked about in the quote and I, I talk about in the book, they, they'll put themselves into your orbit. They'll do something to get around you because women know if you like them, you're going to ask them out. And if you don't, you won't. And hear what's going on. You're not asking her out. She hasn't reached out again directly. Question number one, do you think she'll reach out again or am I playing too much of a cold fish? You're definitely being too much of a cold fish. I never teach to ignore. Again, read the book 10 to 15 times. There's a reason that I say that. That's part of your problem. You're not, you haven't learned the fundamentals. Even though you've been following me obviously for – it looks like at least the better part of six months. And so quite frankly, you should be a little further along. You should have been studying the fundamentals a little better than you have. I don't want to ask her out unless she initiates conversation again because I don't want to go back to being the chaser. I want to wait. Is this the right move? Well, I mean at this point, I mean it sounds like you're going to see her again. Eventually, it's just simply a matter of time because it sounds like she runs in the same social circles plus you guys are at church. So next time if you see her at church, just be like, hey, what's up? How you been? You know, we should get together and have dinner sometime. What are you afraid? I mean, if she's coming up to you and you're chatting with her and you're asking her questions and she starts playing with her hair, that communicates that she's interested. You can say, well, obviously you came over because you've been thinking about me and you, you'd probably like to see me. So why don't we get together and have dinner sometime? What are you afraid? And then since you've already been out with her a couple of times and you've known her for a better part of the year and you have lots of different people that lots of different people in your peer group, I wouldn't go out of my way to pick her up or meet her out or do any of that because of the way she ditched you for another guy. You'll give her the gift of your time but it needs to be on your terms, meaning you invite her to your place to make dinner together and say, hey, well, you know, how about when are you free? And she says, oh, I'm free this week. And it's like, great. How about Saturday night, 7 o'clock? Bring a bottle of wine over, bring some coffee, bring some chicken breast, we'll grill out or whatever. And I'll take care of everything else. We'll make dinner together. And she goes, oh, let's meet out. Just say, nah, it's just been a long week. I'm really just in the mood to hang at my place. If you don't want to come over and make dinner together, then give me a call in two to three weeks and maybe I'll be up for something more formal then. And times when you have been a, a big floppy cock and, and a woman is perceiving you to be a five or a six on a scale of one to ten and they're really not sure because of the, the unsure vibe that you've given off, when she's not willing to go along with what you want and you're just like, hey, give me a call in two to three weeks. Like I, <laughs> I went to lunch with a buddy of mine today and he had, had this woman that he met at a bar. They made out. They went to a couple different places. She was sitting in his lap. They were kind of fooling around first night they met. And she's like canceled two subsequent dates like literally a day before they were supposed to get together. And then recently, the second one she just did this past week and and he says like – and we were sitting having lunch today and I just didn't expect this. And so he, he, he responded. He says – and you know, she mentioned rescheduling. He says, yeah, definitely. You know, I, can, we, I can definitely meet up with you in November. And he said – I was like, wait a minute because this is obviously beginning of October. It's like literally a month and a half away. And so he goes through her responses and it was amazing how she just was treating him like a second-class citizen – and it was partly because he was a little too nice to her in the beginning when when they had set some dates after the first time they had met and started fooling around a little bit. And so 
she kind of formed that impression of him and so therefore she was kind of testing him and then when he he literally told her in November it completely changed her attitude because in her eyes he goes from being an abundant unvaluable resource to now he's a scarce resource and scarcity creates value and so it was just amazing I went through the text exchange with me and how it completely changed her attitude and it's just amazing how that works because that makes a woman wait a minute <laughs> you can't see me till the end of November that's why when you ask out somebody and they want you to meet him out and this is somebody that he's known for a year and he's been out with her twice and if she says oh well, I feel more comfortable meeting out I'd say nah I'm just it's been a long week I'm really just in the mood to hang I'd love to see you and spend some time with you and catch up and have a nice quiet romantic evening at my place make dinner together but if you don't want to come over and do that, then you know, give me a call in two or three weeks, and maybe I'll be up for something more formal. And I'm just, you know, not out for going out for a big, you know, fancy date and all that. I just figured something casual we can hang out, and and then you just sit there and look at her. What do you want to do? And she'll go, okay. What's your address? And then you just text her your address right there through your phone. And say great. Give her a hug. Say I'll see you Saturday at seven or eight, whatever, whatever the plans happen to be. Because the attitude is you can take it or leave it. It's going to be on your terms. Another thing that's interesting, if you follow politics, obviously I follow that, but you look at Donald Trump who continues to negotiate from a superior position. Just the other day, you have – there's, I think the third Republican debate is coming up on – was it like CNBC network? And so they wanted to do like a three-hour debate. They didn't want to have any opening or closing statements. They wanted to do a three-hour debate because they basically wanted to sell – more commercials because they knew they're going to get great ratings because Trump's going to be there, and so he, along with the other, uh, the the guy that's in second place, Dr. Carson, said, "We're only going to come to a debate if it's two hours or less with all the commercials and everything, and we get to have opening and closing statements. Otherwise, we're not going to come to the debate." So what happened? CNBC got in touch with the. Republican National Convention said, uh, okay, well, I guess we're going to do a two-hour debate then. That's what happens when you have all the power. You're holding all the cards. His time is scarce. So they know if Trump doesn't go there and, this, and the, the, the guy that's in the, the second spot, I mean, nobody's going to even watch the fucking thing. And that's what I'm talking about. It's negotiating on your behalf. So he says, I'm just worried I've dashed her confidence by ignoring her and she may not get the ovaries to come up and talk to me again. When and if she does, I'll make and set the next date. Again, that's how I would handle it. Number two, we were never official boyfriend-girlfriend but have a lot of history hanging out. So if I set another date, do I treat her like an ex by making a low-key date at my place? Absolutely. She's not a stranger. She knows you. If she's unwilling to do it, it's like be willing to walk away. The strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it and that's what you're doing here. You'll give her some of your time but it's going to be on your terms and if she doesn't like the terms, hey, give me a call in two or three weeks and maybe I'll be up for something more formal in. And say she does that. Say she calls you in two to three weeks. Ah, it's, I've been so jammed up lately. I'd really love to see you but I'd just like to have a nice quiet evening at home. I mean that would be kind of cool. So either she comes over or you just don't, you don't get together with her and you don't schedule a date. Your terms are no deal. It's that simple. 
and let her do all the contact from here on out or do I treat it like a brand new courtship and call once a week? You absolutely never ever call a woman who blows you off. I talk about that in the book and I talk about that in Seven Principles to Get an Ex Back. And I've done countless emails over the years where guys do that. They walk away and they, they never look back. They go no contact. And as soon as a woman reaches out, they go right back to over pursuing and calling and texting all the time. If she's chasing you, she's not going to get rid of you. And if she starts chasing you and then you start chasing her, she's going to stop chasing you to the point where it's only you chasing her and then eventually she's going to start blowing you off. Definitely not what you want to do. You should definitely review Seven Principles Get Next Back and you also should read the book 10 to 15 times. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching and you can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.